This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is sponsored by Caroline's Coffee. You can find them online at carolinescoffee.com. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel. On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. And we want to welcome you to the big celebration. 50 episodes in the can, man. That's right. This is the 51st episode of Homeschooling in Real Life, and we are here to celebrate. Woo! Man, we are so excited. It's been a year and a half since we got started, and we have done a lot of cool shows. We have a huge show scheduled today. What are we going to do on the show, Kench? We are going to recap some of the best moments of the last year and a half. We're going to revisit some interviews that had some really great quotes and some laughing good fun times. And I think you're throwing me under the bus in this one, too. Oh, man. I have some, I have some <laughs> clips of you that oh, were recorded man. that I've never included. People, I have a lot of kids, and I'm tired. <laughs> There's probably going to be clips from this episode alone because (laughs) she is. it's been a long couple weeks of getting this house ready to sell. It's National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. So what are you doing? I baked cookies. I am sitting here enjoying a hot cup of coffee, which leads me to one of my biggest announcements for this episode. In the big contest between Fletch and Kendra, coffee versus tea, Fletch has come out as the winner. Oh, like anybody's surprised on this one. That's right. We have an official coffee sponsor for homeschooling in real life, Caroline's Coffee. You know, my wife is speechless over there because she lost so horribly at this contest. I hate coffee, so what do I care? But the best part is we're giving away... We are giving away a pound of Caroline's coffee. So you coffee people, you will love this. I'm sure of it. I have no idea. You know what I'm realizing? (laughs) I have no idea what I'm talking about. Tea drinkers, they're like cat people. That's what it is. That's really what I'm thinking. I'm giving you a virtual flip off over here. (laughs) Flipping you off, man. Not really, not really. No, wait. No, Christian homeschoolers, I am not flipping my husband off. (laughs) And coffee drinkers are like dog lovers. (laughs) We just lost listeners. Oh, we we, we just got we a one star 50, review. <laughs> we just hit fifty episodes and we've tanked. No, we uh, we have a big contest. So here's what you need to do. This is only for listeners. We're not putting this out on social media. We're not no tweets, no Facebook. If you're a listener and you're hearing this, you have one week from when this podcast airs, which would be May 25th at 11:59 and 59 seconds. Wait, May 25th, 2015. Yeah. <laughs> May 25th, 2015 at 11:59 and 59 seconds Pacific Standard Time. Daylight time, dude. Daylight time? Yeah. What? We're in daylight time. We're not in standard time. Pacific Pacific time. You know what? Forget it. You <laughs> You know how long I'm you a homeschooling have. Mother. You're going to email info@homeschoolingirl.com, and you're going to tell us your favorite episode, and then ask us a fun question. You can either ask Fletch or Kendra a fun question. If you send us your email, you're in. We'll pick one of those names. I will send you 
a pound of Caroline's Coffee. Caroline's Coffee comes out of Grass Valley, California, where they hand roast their beans. They will ship them to you, and we have a offer code for all of our listeners. It's H-I-R-L, HURL, for all of our hurlers. If you enter that in as a coupon code, you'll get 10% off every order of coffee or tea or anything you purchase from Caroline's. So go to their site. It's carolinescoffee.com, and tell them Fletch and Kenj sent you. Hello, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we're the authors of Raising Real Men, Surviving, Teaching, and Appreciating Boys. Congratulations, Fletch and Kendra, on your 50th episode. That's awesome. And when you're not listening to Homeschooling in Real Life with Kendra and Fletch, then you can listen to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie. And we'll try to be just as real with you as Kendra and Fletch are. So come and join us. That's every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, or you can catch us on iTunes or at halandmelanie.com slash radio. So it's been a year and a half that we've been doing this show, and what better place to start than in the very beginning? You know, we didn't always have the same intro that we have now. We didn't. Actually, we were kind of lame back then. Yeah. So, you know, the first couple episodes were horrible if you go back and listen to them. Like, we, the microphones sucked. We were, we were sharing a microphone sitting across oh, the yeah. desk from one another, so we were like a foot apart. You know, it was talking. primitive people. Yeah, primitive so podcasting. Let's just remember, you know what our current intro sounds like. It's very hip and jazzy, but here was our original intro. From the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, welcome to Homeschooling in Real Life, the podcast with your hosts, Andy and Kendra Fletcher. As veteran homeschooling parents, Fletch and Kendra discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other in the gospel. The Homeschooling IRL podcast promises to be honest, transparent, and witty as they uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Wow, that was back at the very beginning. Do you remember that? Uh, I do. That was our friend Cheryl Beach. Cheryl actually has a radio background, unlike us. <laughs> yeah. we. Uh, I, I remember that day we went up in uh, the, the sewing closet at my parents' house because it was the quietest place we could find. Ugh. And she recorded it in one take. And then when she heard it, she said, let me redo it. We never got back to redoing it. But <laughs> we used that for like 15 episodes before we got to our new one. So... So at the very beginning, you know, one of the very first episodes we did was kind of what is our show? It was called What is Homeschooling IRL? And on that show, you very cleanly laid out what we were going to be doing on this podcast. So let's listen to a clip from that show and let's just listen to what we said we were going to do at the very beginning. Okay, so there's a lot of things that we're just going to dive right into, and uh, we're, we're really going to, like I said, focus on those things that quietly divide us as homeschools, and unpackage it and just talk about it in an honest way. But we want you to remember one thing, and that is our main goal. Kenj, what's our main goal? Well, our main goal is to point you back to Jesus, because what we've seen time and time again is we get camped on these little issues that we think are the main thing, and the main thing is never anything that pulls us across or away from the cross. So that's our goal here. It's our goal in our parenting. It's our goal in our homeschooling. That's our goal in our podcast. Let's just point everybody back to where the work was accomplished at Calvary on the cross. 
Yeah, and I really hope that's what we've been doing for the last 50 episodes, Fletch. You know, I think we got a little bit of a slow start technologically. You know, we were we, we kind of had the idea for the podcast and ran with it. And then we kind of started throwing equipment, you know, along the way, getting better mics and right. stuff. It, it sounds in the beginning like we were on two cans with a string in between them. <laughs> the can cast. Right. <laughs> That's what right. that was. But it wasn't probably until I, I think episode 12 or 13, I think it was episode 13, we had a dozen in, you know, done and then we interviewed Barrett Johnson. And do you remember the title? It was um, Raising a Pagan in a Christian Home. Yeah. He'd had this viral blog post and it was the first time that we read something online that we said, we should go after that, you know, with an interview. Right. And we ran after uh, Barrett and we, we got him on the phone about that episode. And I think we turned a corner there. Yes. That's where we start to talk about issues that people are really wanting answers to. Well, let's listen to that clip from that one. This is just a, a short little clip of Barrett and that'll kind of set off looking back a little bit on 50 episodes. There are enough, and the, and the stats show this to be true, and we know friends' experiences, enough folks who are raised in the right environment. Uh, I took my kids to church every day, every week. We, we were homeschooling our kids. We were doing all the right things. And yet, when that kid graduates high school, goes off to a university somewhere, we see their faith or their uh, commitment to Christ, their commitment to things that we, we've instilled in them deliberately for 18 years. We see that basically go away in their life. Oh, yeah. Check out on God. We see that over... And beyond just checking out on God, we've seen implode their lives. That they, they choose alternative lifestyles. They, they choose promiscuous behavior. They All kinds of things where they just completely walk away from it and head a completely different direction. Yeah, and you know what Barrett says there? That triggered in us this desire to to get a little bit more real on this podcast. And it was two episodes later that we recorded... I love homeschooling, but I'll tell you its flaws. And to this day, that is at least number one or number two in downloads. You know, Fletch, just the raw um, accounting of Matthew's story and uh, giving him a voice, because here's the thing. Everybody has a story, and everybody's story is valid. Yeah, Ken, we wanted to interview Matt because one of the reasons— or one of the things we noticed was that as he left the homeschooling community or made some other choices, he was completely abandoned. And we had noticed that homeschoolers just don't do that very well when someone doesn't completely agree with them or makes a choice that takes them away. I just think as Christians, often we don't love people well. Um, We don't love them as Christ would have us love them. Um, And it's easier to react in fear for something we don't understand, or it's easier to react in fear because we don't want our kids to be affected by somebody else's choices or behavior. That's not a Christ-like response. The response is to sit in love and to to walk the long road with someone who is uh, telling a very important story. Yeah, and that's why we said, let's get him in the studio. So let's play a quick clip from that interview that I think is really important that that kind of brings maybe what Barrett had said earlier and now what we were desiring to do with this podcast brings it all together in one interview. All we need is love. Yeah, it's all we'll ever need. All we need is love. Yeah, it's all we need is all we need is love. So overall, that 
would you say that the homeschooling community has been open-minded, closed-minded, or just they don't have the tools? Is that the way I understood it? Um, we just don't have what we need to deal with this situation? Right. A lot of that. A lot of not really knowing what to do and not really wanting to figure out how to do it. After that entire period of time where I came out of the closet, most of the people that I've really called my good friends simply stopped talking to me. Mm. And that's how most people handled it. Yeah. I would say, hey, how's it going? Do you want to go get coffee sometime? And they're like, sure. Or no. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones that are saying sure are taking it as an opportunity to try and convince me to come back to the fold. And I'm like, he, no. I've left the bubble. I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matthew, I remember, um, I remember that convention. I remember you being there. And I remember um, talking to you and giving you a big hug. And um, I remember your mom saying thank you to me. She kind of grabbed my eye at that and just said thank you really? for, for loving my son. Um, <clears throat> because I think she was well aware that that's not the response you were getting mm-hmm. um, and that's not to pat myself on the back because I do think it's a it's it's hard to know how to handle something when you've been ill-equipped mm-hmm. and when you only are being taught that homosexuality is a sin and that it's wrong okay so then how do we how do we effectively love that person who's doing something we think is destructive or is wrong right mm-hmm. I mean I think you understand that that um, some of your friends who are are saying that to you or, you know, trying to change you or whatever, they, they, they are doing that out of love mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I think you, you're a pretty level headed guy and, you know, I think you can see that, but you and I had had this discussion, um, earlier before we started this interview about how the church needs to figure this out mm-hmm. because homosexuality mm-hmm. is not going away. No. And, um, our culture is embracing it. Um, our government is embracing it, you know, and so largely, or at least in California. Um, so, you know... Yeah, we can't forget this podcast goes around the world. Right, it does. But how, you know, how do we as Christians, if we believe that Scripture says that homosexuality is a sin on the level of every other sin, how, how do we do this? How do we love people any differently or any better than we have been doing? So that's a, you know, that's a tricky, tricky place to go. But I know you understand it because I know you've, you were raised understanding that this was, you know, sinful or it was unbiblical or. Again, Kenja, it was this episode that kind of springboarded us and realized that we need to go down the path of some of these tougher discussions. I mean, Matthew was sharing that, you know, there were people not willing to have the discussion. So we decided to use this format, the podcast, to bring some tougher discussions, the ones that, you know, even maybe we thought we weren't ready to have yet on on air. And, and one of those was... One of those tougher topics, I think, is what happens to homeschooling graduates. You know, I think a lot of us really are all in in the elementary years, and then we get these junior hires, and it gets tough and sticky in there. And a lot of homeschoolers decide that that's the time they're going to put kids back into a high school, whether that's a Christian school or a public school. Others are keeping them at home for various reasons. 
But I think what we're all super concerned about is the outcome. And so we want to say, like, what? okay, if, if, my, if I've homeschooled my kids all the way through or most of the way through, what is it going to turn out to be like? Because we have such a vested interest in our children and in their education. We want to know what the results are. We brought on homeschool grads, Fletch, and they told what they thought were the strengths and weaknesses in their homeschools. Now, our homeschooling podcast is called what? Homeschooling in real life. So if we're going to get real, who should we bring on? Well, our oldest son. And he shoots straight. He shoots straight. He never he never lets us off the hook. I mean, if we did something kind of wrong, in his eyes, we did it really wrong. And folks, we, hurlers, listen, we we blew it in a lot of areas with him. Um, we are, we're still blowing it with our youngest. <laughs> We've blown <laughs> yeah, it all the way through. We haven't figured this out no, yet. No, we are sinful, lame parents. But, you know, Hayden is really good on this topic. I mean, you have Barrett talking about, you know, um, where homeschoolers a week. You have Matt coming on. And then Hayden comes on and says, here's the deal. This is the problem. This is how we weren't prepared for those walls to drop when yeah. I jumped out into the real world. Right. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. There's these walls that exist, and we're teaching you how to deal with everything outside the wall without ever actually letting you outside the wall to deal with it. And in my experience, once those walls come down, it's such a huge flood that it is impossible to deal with. You have had zero experience dealing with that in all reality. I mean, if you look at it in a battle scenario, a soldier is spending all of his life inside the castle before the war training and training and training. But he's not going to have any idea what the real war is like until he gets out into it. And if you don't ever allow him to experience that and then one day send him out against a legion of like 20,000 attackers, he, there's no way he's going to survive. There's no way that you can expect your child to deal with the world if you never let him experience it. If you never show him or her what the real world is like outside of your home. Hi, homeschooling IRL fans. This is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm here to congratulate Kendra and Fletch on a wonderful milestone, and that's reaching 50 podcasts. If you enjoy homeschooling IRL, please visit my podcast, that is weekly, at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Again, congratulations, Kendra and Fletch, and keep up the wonderful work. Well, we hope you are enjoying the celebration with us as we look back over 50 episodes of Homeschooling in Real Life. And we want to thank you listeners for just following along with us. I mean, we're two people <laughs> sitting in a room with microphones talking, and sometimes we don't even know if there's people out there listening. So if you've been with us for any of those uh, episodes, we just want to thank you for listening. Hey, before we took that little break, we just heard from our son Hayden, and he he always takes the time to tell us maybe where we're missing it. And I really liked what he had to say about letting your kids see beyond the walls. So we did that with some topics. And one of our favorite topics, or maybe one of my favorite topics, I'm the one that gets thrown under the bus on this, is the topic of... Sex. Well, And you've told people often. Well, here's Kendra's view of me on the topic of sex. That, you know, Fletch, the funny thing about that... What? You like to talk about sex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> 
did I edit I'm sorry, more did stuff I, out of what you say to me I, on the podcast? <laughs> um, this is real life, folks. Uh, <laughs> Lech so, likes to talk about sex. <laughs> you uh, like to? Well, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Eight kids later, we know. Yeah, yeah. We know that. Okay, so. Oh, hearty har har, just making jokes at my expense, as always, Kendra. Of course I love talking about sex. You know, that's because this is an ignored topic in the church, in the homeschool community, uh, and at least that's what we found when we did our episode on sex, where we, in- we invited a bunch of homeschool grads, and private school grads, and Christian school grads, and public school grads, to answer the question, how do you think your parents did teaching you about this topic, and what did we find out? Well, this is where I disagree with you a little bit because I don't think we've done a terrible job talking about sex in the church. The problem is we talk about it after things happen. Yeah, so we're not getting to <laughs> So we the talk about quickly. it after somebody has a porn addiction. We talk about it after somebody's slept with, you know, slept around and lost their virginity. We talk about it. The problem I think we have is talking about it before and talking about it in a genuine way in a transparent way and really trying to help answer questions that our kids have and work through those issues ourselves. Yeah, so we ask these kids this question and they say, oh, we don't think our parents did a good job. Mm-hmm. And then we ask the parents and the parents say, we think we did a great job. Right. <laughs> so to root through those topics, we brought our good friend, Barrett Johnson, back on for another interview. And, and Barrett and Jennifer came on to talk about their book called The Talks. And talking about sex prior to things happening in a negative or a positive way is exactly the point of Barrett's book. We need to get these things out on the table. And that book, The Talks, is fabulous for equipping parents on knowing how to broach those topics and with which kids. Yeah. And again, it was a great conversation. We brought it back up and we actually had a follow-up episode on this topic because we think it's that important. And we will revisit again, we promise you. Let's listen to that clip uh, from Barrett and Jennifer. I think the biggest thing we're missing, uh, well, two things. Number one thing is we get there too late. Uh, the book I've written is called The Talks. And the original title of the book was called Sooner. When you talk to kids about sex and the answer was sooner than you think you need to. I think the problem is that our kids get exposed to a bunch of stuff a lot earlier than we think they do. And we're playing catch up as parents and we're trying to catch up with what the world is telling our kids and getting a different view. And I think what needs to happen is age appropriately as our kids are young and getting older, we need to be exposing them to truth and reality as they answer their questions and giving them a framework and a paradigm for how they should see things earlier and before the world has a chance to give their spin on things. The other thing that's missing, I think, is particularly in the Christian community and particularly in the homeschool community is we're afraid of sex. And I think if we give the spin to our kids, this is where we, where we err as parents. We give the spin to our kids and tell them sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. They they hit 23 years old and get married and they can't turn it on. They've been communicated for 20 years yeah. of life. Sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad. And they can't experience this amazing thing that God designed where God said very clearly, this is incredibly good. But because of what the world's done to it, we've, uh, we've backed off and reeled it back in and said, no, let's just avoid it altogether. I mean, if, if you were the enemy, if you were the enemy and said, what can I do to allocate the most minimal resources to have the greatest impact on screwing up the body of Christ, screw up the families within the bodies of Christ, you would allocate your resources towards this issue of sexuality because the church is so silent about it and the enemy is so aggressive about it. The church has got to start allocating some time, bandwidth, energy, 
that we, I used to say, hey, parents, you need to get sex on the table. But the reality is that sex is already on the table. It's in our culture. We're being exposed to a bazillion messages a day about stuff, both for our kids and for adults. It's already on the table, but parents have got to get it on your table where you can give the proper spin. But to the problem more widespread in the church for adults and married sex and everything, the church has got to get it on their table. We've got to start talking about it. All right, so (laughs) if we have not taken the cork off the homeschool bottle enough and poured out enough of the hidden uh, secrets that we need to talk about, we dove even a little deeper into a topic that homeschoolers love, but we didn't approach it from the side that they loved, and that's when we had uh, Thomas Umstead on to talk about uh, his viral post called, um, Is Courtship Fundamentally Flawed? Yeah, and this one got a lot of attention because, again, courtship is one of those things that we hear a lot about in the Christian homeschool community. Um, His take was very different. He's the kid who's been through it, who was raised in it, who was raised to believe that courtship was the answer, and who's come out the other side saying, you know what, there is no answer other than Jesus. So this is a great, uh, great episode. Yeah, and because it was a popular blog post that he wrote, it became one of our popular episodes, and people had a lot to say about this, especially in the comments on his blog post. They they really wanted to take him to task. Mm-hmm. And so I spent some time asking him, I played the devil's advocate, and I asked him uh, just what he was suggesting, and, and I really challenged him on dating versus courtship um, and, and asked him a tough question, and let's listen to what he had to say. All right, Mr. Big Mouth Blogger, who likes to tell everybody what's wrong with courtship, uh, doesn't modern dating or dating lead to a taste and try model, uh, which is the exact opposite of what we're looking for in Christian marriage? So when there's a physical relationship, yes, uh, and that is very unhealthy. Um, But with courtship, there's this flip side that's just as unhealthy, which is a look and see model, where the guys, all they do is look at the girl instead of interacting with the girl, which makes the physical appearance of the girl far more important in courtship than it is in traditional dating or even modern dating. So that kind of normal looking girl with the fun, quirky personality has a huge disadvantage in courtship where the guy's only allowed to look at her and needs parental approval to interact with her in a one-on-one manner. And so... The taste and try is just as much of a problem, just in a different way in courtship. And the the solution to this isn't the system, it's the heart. If you have somebody who truly fears God and loves God and wants to please God, if that person's on both sides of the relationship, that relationship's going to be a healthy relationship. But if you have people who aren't in love with God and don't fear God, then no amount of external rules is going to fix that. They have to have their heart changed. It's great to have somebody who's been through the homeschool movement, raised in that environment, very positive about his education, but saying, look, I, I have a warning shot here. Yeah, let's have those discussions. Let's have those together. And, and that's part of why we do this. We just want to include as many homeschoolers as we can into talking about these topics out loud. It feels like a Band-Aid sometimes, doesn't it? Like you're just pulling you off that Band-Aid oh. off of something, you know, like it can hurt a little bit. I don't want to, I don't want to broach this topic because somehow... It, there's some pain involved or some fear or something like that. Especially if you bought into it and it's crashing on you. Right. Like, hey, I bought into courtship. Yep. And, oh, man, this hurts to talk about it. I don't want to talk about the fact 
that I might have been wrong. I mean, that's a lot of the topics we bring up. Like we, we, and we say we were wrong with stuff. Like, oh, we were wrong about this one. So, I, you know, I forgot how much I liked Thomas's uh, interview. He was a he was a fun kid to to get online. Again, he, sh- he's not a kid. I know he's not. <laughs> he's, we should get him. It just makes us. He's old a kid flesh. to us we're too. Old, right. But we should get him back on. We should talk to him again. I know he's doing more work on the courtship topic. I know right. he's actually writing a book. So let's do that. Let's get him back on. This is Thomas Umstadt Jr., author of Courtship in Crisis, and I just want to say congratulations to Fletch and Kendra for 50 episodes of homeschooling in real life. Um, you know, as we went through these topics, and I looked I looked at our most popular episodes, um, the most popular episode next to our story where we shared uh, Losing Our Religion is the one with uh, Kim Crandall, your friend, mm-hmm. and she'd written the book uh, called Christ in the Chaos, right. and that one really hit with a lot of homeschool moms. Yeah, again, because this is a woman who's saying, look, this absolutely railroaded our family. This quest for uh, perfection, this quest for making our kids into some great spiritual some things, um, and, and this quest to have God approve me and love me or feel like he did, it, it absolutely almost killed me. That's her story. And, and I think for those of us who have had moments like that, days like that, for moms who are living, dads who are living that, uh, that struggle, having somebody else put words to what is a reality, um, for some of us, that, that is part of, of the healing process. And I think that's part of why her episode is so touching to so many people. I'm a homeschool dad, but do you remember when we were recording with her and we were sitting here in the office and all of a sudden she said something and it caused me to catch my breath and I looked over at you for a glance with eyeballs like saucers because I was so shocked? Yeah, let's play that clip. Well, I think there's a point um, where God just has to break your legs because <laughs> you're running and running on your own. And I think, you know, he finally broke my legs and picked me up and carried me. And and that point, you know, I, I got to the lowest point of where I had um, planned a suicide and um, thankfully ended up, you know, getting discovered and um, and that's where that was. I, I don't think you can get any lower than that. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was my breaking point. I just decided I wasn't going to be a Christian anymore because I couldn't do it anymore. And that, you know, that was the thought of, well, I can't do this. Why even live? What, you know, I, I just can't do it anymore. Um, this isn't a life of freedom. And so I gave up on Christianity and, um, ignored God for close to a year <clears throat> And honestly, it was in that year that I grew the most in my Christian walk. And it sounds so backwards, but it's so beautiful because it shows me how much, and I always go back to that, it shows me how much this is God's work. You know, this is not about me and what I do. This is about God and who He is and what He's done for me. Yeah, that was a tough part of her story and I didn't know that part of her story which I think you did so I kind of went into that interview like well what what happened here but again um, one of the reasons we do this is so that we can talk about the real 
situations. And that was a real situation in her life that she then came out of. And so, so thankful that we were able to share that one. And there's going to be more of these coming up. We hope you've loved looking back on our last 50 episodes with us. It's been fun. Um, It's been great to pull some things back out and unpack them again. And we're not, I mean, we're not going to end there. We have some stuff that didn't quite make the show. Some stuff that did, some stuff that didn't. But let's listen to a few of the times where Kendra maybe had a hard time getting on microphone. I'm just picturing I can't, I can't wait till something you want to talk about is <laughs> fish oil. Yeah, but oh, it's that like stuff's nasty. I can't take fish oil. Heartburn. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, come back from commercial. I love Kendra like a fat kid loves cake. <laughs> but I always think of when I think of cake. Cake. Are you on Facebook? Are you in? <laughs> that was so Shut lame. Up. That was so lame. Are you on Facebook? Hey, hurlers, are you on Facebook? Because if you are, you already know that we have something big and fun on the website for you now. And so if you're not on Facebook, hey, get over there. Homeschooling IRL is our page on Facebook. But if you are not on Facebook, you can get over to the... What? That was so complicated. Are you on Facebook? Are you not on Facebook? Get over there. But if you are, it's over here. That was so... All right. Shush. Text my mom and ask her what time tomorrow and where. While you're... Just... Am I on Facebook? Am I not on Facebook? Shush. Hey, Hurlers, we have a big announcement for you. We've got a brand new introductory video on homeschoolingirl.com fun little snip you can fun little video you can share with your friends who aren't yet listening to homeschooling in real life I don't know how to draw the Facebook thing in there without it being too long like this hey we have a big announcement for you no we have a big announcement for our listeners now if you're already on Facebook you already know what the big announcement is so it's not going to be that big to you people but for those of you that only listen to the podcast <laughs> does that sound right it was good. Why are you laughing now? I'd say it's a good. Uh, that's how I'm telling you to do it. That's how you should do it. Oh my gosh! This is like. <laughs> Where are you? Are you on Facebook? If you're on Facebook but not on Twitter, stop. Right? Okay. Half of you are not Facebook. I got an announcement. For Shut you. up! And let me do this. Wait a minute. Are you... We have a big announcement for you on homeschooling in real life. We have a... See, I don't think they care. It's like fun for us and big for us, but whoop-de-doodle for them. Okay. So we have a big announcement, but we think maybe it's just big to us and maybe not to you. We... uh. (laughs) I don't know. That's fair play, Fletch. Why? Have you never stumbled over any words? We've I've said never here? stumbled over any. I don't save the clips <laughs> of me stumbling say, over that's words. That's more what it's like. Yeah, you just I'm don't a good editor. Them. I don't save mine. But I, <laughs> you know, my one of my favorites is, uh, you know, one thing our listeners don't get to hear is the beauty of my wife sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love that we just recorded the sound of your sneeze. No. That's going to be in the added benefits. Did I hear how cute Kendra sneezes? <laughs> stick in. I'm going to put that in at the end of the episode. Like For those of you that aren't listening, stick in. You can have a recorded sneeze. Carpet fluff in my nose. I'm sorry. She is just so darn cute when she sneezes. <laughs> she sneezes like a Disney character. <laughs> See, that sneeze has kept me from a life of crime because I would always be... <laughs> what's the word? Oh, uh, I would always be incriminated by that sneeze. Um, she also sometimes likes to sing along when we're recording. We're gonna have a party. No, it's going to be uh, all night long. All you go. night long. Yeah. So you can come in and do whatever you want, but it'll be playing in the background at this point. Okay, so. You know, we are also podcasting out of our home, so we don't always get quiet. Every once in a while, a kid uh, intervenes, and this time apparently they were they were banging pots or something. <laughs> So, hold on a second. Hey guys, can you stop banging the bowl? I'm sorry. Are you with me? <laughs> I just I just recently was reading something about somebody said when we hand. I'm like, well, of course you handed that. Like what? A- <laughs> and I handmade soup. Of course you did. Fletch, we're looking forward to the next 50. Yeah, this has been a fun 50 episodes, and we want to thank all of our listeners. Hey, the same thing as always, if you need to reach us, you can get us on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl. At Twitter, at homeschoolirl. Or you can email us at info at homeschoolingirl.com. Yeah, and you need to email us because we have our huge contest coming up for winning a pound of Caroline's Coffee. Don't forget, it's one week. It's May 25th. At midnight, at the end of the day, <laughs> on Pacific Time. Right. If you email us, you're going to tell us your favorite episode, and then you can ask a fun question to uh, Kendra or Fletch that we'll answer uh, online for you in one of our upcoming episodes. On next week's podcast episode, we'll be interviewing Dr. Ama Mazama from Temple University and Belinda Bullard, author of the Blessed Heritage Curriculum both African-American homeschoolers who help us answer the question, why the rise in African-Americans homeschooling? You know, one of the ways we're going to continue to do another 50 episodes is if our listeners go to iTunes and leave us a review. You know, if you write a review, if you just give us a five-star review or actually leave some comments, that pushes our podcast higher into the iTunes store so that more people can find us. Um, We find that more people search iTunes for our podcast then actually look online or on Google. So do us a favor, run over to iTunes, leave a review. We really appreciate it. The Homeschooling IRL podcast is a part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Every show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information on this podcast or to contact your hosts, please visit us on our website and blog at homeschoolingirl.com.